Welcome to Westport Road Baptist Church. We're delighted that you've joined us for today's message. Westport Road Baptist Church is located at the corner of Hurstbourne Lane and Westport Road in Louisville, Kentucky. If you have a Bible, please have it handy and prepare your hearts and minds as we enter God's Word. Well, Happy New Year. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Man, coming to the end of 2017, and as you look towards 2018, everybody uh, wants to have a little bit better life. Things go a little bit better maybe than they did in 2017. You want to up your game a little bit. You're upping your game a little bit by being here this morning. This is traditionally the lowest attended Sunday of the year. And look around, we've got a pretty decent crowd here this morning. So you're saying, I'm one of the devoted people this year. I don't know about those other people. I'm devoted. Now, the people watching on live stream, you're devoted too. Okay, yeah, we got you. You got you. You're still in bed in your pajamas, uh, eating your Tootsie Roll, but you're devoted. We know that. You're, you're watching here online. So you want to up your game a little bit. You're here. I've upped my game a little bit. Because I look good this morning. You know, when you, get, when you come up here, that's just part. Yeah, you can't help it. It's just one of those things that, that goes on. So you look at it and you say, okay, I want my life to be better in the year to come. How do I do that? Well, we're going to be over in Joshua today. Joshua 13 is where we're going to start. Actually, going to look at three chapters in Joshua. Uh, but I'm going to go back to the question that Larry asked at the very beginning. How many people here, because you wouldn't respond to him, how many people here are actually going to make a New Year's resolution? Anybody? All right, and you see two of you responded to Larry. I'm going to tell him he just doesn't have the ability to get votes out the way that I do or something like that. Uh, so, you know, you look around, about 41% of Americans make a New Year's resolution every single year. All right? So every year they're going to make a New Year's resolution. About another 17% of people make occasional New Year's resolutions. So it comes out to about 58% of people will make a resolution this year. That's a pretty high number. You know, uh, six out of every 10 people will make some sort of New Year's resolution. So we're going to talk this morning about what should be our number one New Year's resolution. Now, when we begin in Joshua chapter 13, the background is real important. What's happening in Joshua 13 is that the children of Israel have entered the promised land they fought battle after battle for, for uh, a couple of years now. They've conquered all of the main areas of the promised land, okay? So all of the major cities, all of the main areas they've conquered. Joshua has now gotten old. He's called all of the 12 tribes of Israel together, and he's going to give each of the tribes of Israel their inheritance, their homeland in the promised land, and they're to go uh, and to begin to now live and to settle and to conquer the land that God is going to give them after the initial conquering of the promised land. And that's where we begin over in Joshua chapter 13, beginning with verse 1. Joshua 13, beginning with verse 1. And we're talking about what is God's vision for us in this new year. Look at verse 1. When Joshua was old and well advanced in years, that's just a double down, he's really old, okay? He's old and well advanced in years. The Lord said to him, you're very old. Now, if you're Joshua, are you getting the point here? Uh, you know, okay, three times you told me I was an old man, you know, uh, before we got there. And there are still large areas of land to be taken over. Then down to verse 6. As for all the inhabitants of the mountain regions from Lebanon to Misparath, Mayim, or I 
and pronounce that poorly. That is all the Sidonians. I myself will drive them out before the Israelites. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance as I have instructed you. Divide it as an inheritance among the nine tribes and the half tribe of Manasseh. So Joshua gathers the people together. He starts giving them their inheritance. Each tribe receives a different piece of the promised land that's to be their homeland, that they're to go, and that they are to settle. As we look at these three verses, verse 1, verse 6, verse 7, there's a couple of things that stand out to me when we talk about God's vision for us for the new year. The first thing is you have an inheritance that God has given you. In verse 6 and 7 both, We're talked about the inheritance that they're to get. Look at the end of verse 6. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance as I instructed you. Divide it as an inheritance. Now, what is an inheritance? An inheritance is something that you get from someone else, okay, that is theirs. So if you have a loved one that passes away and they put you in the will and they give you an inheritance that, that you might have, a part of their estate, uh, I know at one point, uh, my, my grandfather was given a watch by his uh, wife. And when uh, I got like 20 years old, my mom gave me my grandfather's watch. That was an inheritance. And then one day, uh, I'll pass it on to Andrew. And he'll think, why are you giving me an old watch here or something like that? You know? uh, but but you're, it's an inheritance that you're passing on. So we are being given an inheritance. The children of Israel, their inheritance is the promised land. What God's saying to them is this. Look at this land out there. It's not even all conquered, and yet it's all mine. It's all my land. You might not think it's mine because people aren't living the way they should. Maybe it's unconquered areas, but it's all my land, and I'm giving it to you. Now, what's that mean for us as we look at 2018? What it means is God has an inheritance for you in 2018. God's will for you, his inheritance for you, is for you to live the highest life that you can live right now. God's plan for you is to live a better life, a stronger life, a life closer to him, a life more concerned and caring about other people. God is interested in you upping your game and living the absolute best life you have. And that absolute best life is his inheritance to you. It's something that he has given you. But that brings us to the second thing that we see in these three verses. And that's this. Even though we have this inheritance, a lot of it is still unconquered land. So what the children of Israel were told was this. I'm giving you this inheritance, but not all of it is is unconquered. There's a lot of walled cities. There's other armies. There's people that are going to oppose you. That's why I look at verse 6 again and listen to it carefully. As for all the inhabitants of the mountain regions from Lebanon to that other place, that is, all the Sidonians, I myself will drive them out before the Israelites. This is the important part. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance. Now, what's he mean by that? The land is unconquered. When you go there, it's not just land you can take. You're going to have to fight to get it. And yet it's a part of your inheritance. I'm giving it to you, but it is at this point unconquered. So what I want you to do now is to think about your life for a second. Become very personal, become introspective and think about this. What parts of your life that you want to see better in 2018 are unconquered right now? And think about that for a second. What are some of the most common New Year's resolutions people make? 
In 2018, these are some of the most common New Year's resolutions. Now, these are important for this reason. People see these as unconquered areas of their life. Things I would like to see better, but they aren't right now. So what are the most common resolutions in 2018? The number one New Year's resolution is I'm going to exercise more. 38% of people are saying that. Uh, 37% of people say I'm going to spend less money. Of course, that comes right off of Christmas. So, you know, you're going to spend less money uh, now that you've done that. So you're going to beat that resolution immediately because you're not going to go bankrupt in one month buying presents for everybody. Number three, to lose weight, 33% of the people that are out there. Number four, eat healthier, 32%. Are you getting a trend here? We're fat and we're lazy and we eat bad. Uh, that, that's what it's coming down to right now. 15% is I want to develop a new skill or hobby. Half of, of, the, of the fat people there. They're, they're, then it goes on and it says, okay, I want to spend more time with my family, 12%. So a lot more people want to exercise than they do spend time with their family. I thought that was kind of interesting as well. And then stop drinking or smoking, 8%. So I don't really want to stop those things. Very few of us do. Uh, but, you know, that's one of the things that are out there. So you look at those things and you think, okay, those are all unconquered territories. Those are areas of my life that I want to improve. I want to get healthier. I want to lose weight. Uh, I want to exercise more. I want to spend more time with my family. Uh, I want to uh, uh, stop a bad habit that I may have. Unconquered territory. Right now in Kentucky, we have a flu epidemic that's going on. You know, uh, 38 states are part of the flu epidemic. So maybe one of our New Year's resolutions, unconquered territory, needs to be we fist bump at church instead of shake hands, okay? Or maybe if the epidemic gets really bad, you just do the point. You know, okay, hey, good to see you all over there, you know. And uh, so, you know, I don't know, but that might be a way of getting that unconquered territory. Now, think about your life. What's the unconquered territory in your life right now? What about in your relationships? Are there trouble in the relationships with spouse, with your children, with friends, uh, with coworkers, uh, people that are on the job with you? Where are their relationship issues right now? Where's your tension and anxiety? What keeps you up at night? What stresses you? Is it your finances? Is it your health? Uh, is it making a difference in the world and what's life about to begin with? Everybody in this room has unconquered areas of your life. Now, here's the interesting thing. God says, I want your life to be better. I want your life to be lived at a higher level. And those areas of your life that you think are unconquered right now, it's already your inheritance. All you have to do is go claim it. Now, that's a very interesting way of seeing it. It's not that, that it's unconquerable. God's already given it to you as your inheritance. God wants you to be healthier. He wants you to have stronger relationships. He wants you to stop bad habits. He's already given it to you as an inheritance, but you've got to go claim it. And that brings us to the last thing that we see in these three verses here, is that the way to do it isn't through your power and ability, it's through God. God will be the one that will drive out the unconquered areas of your life. Look at the end of uh, verse 6 again, the very middle. I myself will drive them out before the Israelites. Be sure to allocate this land to Israel for an inheritance as I've instructed you. Divide it as an inheritance among the nine tribes and the half-tribe of Manasseh. And so he tells them very directly, this unconquered land is a part of your inheritance. I'm going to give it to you, and I will be the one 
that will make sure that you succeed in this area. So we start out here in Joshua 13, we see three really interesting things. You have an inheritance from God as we look at 2018. His inheritance to you is for your life to be better in 2018 than it was in 2017. But there are unconquered areas of your life. It's still a part of your inheritance. Those things we make resolutions about, God wants them better for your life as well. He's giving it to you, and through his power and his love, it will become reality. Now, take your Bibles and turn over to Joshua 17. Joshua 17. So this is the challenge that Joshua has been given by God to the 12 tribes. Let's see how the 12 tribes respond to the challenge over in Joshua 17. Okay, you've got an inheritance. Some of it's unconquered. I'm going to help you go and get it. Uh, Look over to Joshua 17 now, and we'll see uh, our reaction to God's vision. Look down to verse 14 of chapter 17. Now, the people of Joseph said to Joshua, why have you given us only one allotment and one portion for an inheritance? We are a numerous people, and the Lord has blessed us abundantly. Now, the first thing we see when what's our reaction to what God just said to us is this. That's great. Give me more of it. So the tribe of Manasseh, which was the half tribe uh, from, from Joseph, the tribe of Joseph was divided divided into two tribes. So the half tribe of Manasseh goes to Joshua and they say, we've just got this little area of land over here that you've given us. We're a big tribe. We're a great tribe. Give us more. That's our reaction when we hear God wants to bless you in 2018. When we hear God has great things in store for you, God has an inheritance for you. Our reaction is great. I'll take it. Give me more. That's our reaction right there. It always is. I'll I'll take whatever you want to give me, God. How many people here would think you'll take whatever God wants to give you? Okay, one person. Thank you. Thank you. you. We all would think that. It's not a trick question. But the reaction for us is, okay, I'll take it all. I'm happy to get us. Give us even more. We want more. We need more. Let's see God's reaction to what the half-tribe of Manasseh said in verse 15. If you are so numerous, Joshua answered, and if the hill country of Ephraim is too small for you, go into the forest and clear land for yourself. They're in the land of the Perizzites and the Rephites. So the people of Manasseh say this, we don't have enough. We want more blessing. Give us more. And Joshua says, if you want more, go get it. It's right there. Go clear the land. Go take more of it. Go to the land that other people already have and take their land. It's already a part of your inheritance, remember? So the reaction of the people are, great, give us more. And the reaction back from God is, if you want it, go get it. Now, we got to keep playing along here because the people respond to that. And let's see how the people respond in verse 16. The people of Joseph replied, the hill country is not enough for us. And all the Canaanites live in the plain have iron chariots. Those in Bethshan and its settlements and those in the valley of Jezreel. So let's keep in track what's going on here. We don't have enough. Give us more. The reaction back is, if you want more, go take it. And the people's reaction is, no, that would be hard and it's not easy. So what they say is this. You don't understand. You've just given us this little plot of land here, but we can't take this. 
They've got iron chariots. They've got professional armies. They're tough people. It will be hard to do what you told us to do. Just give us more. Now, that's our reaction to God all the time. God, we want more. We don't want to have to do anything to get it. We don't want to have to be faithful. We don't have to be dedicated to you. We don't want to have to work hard. We don't want to have to be disciplined. We just want you to give it to us. And the reaction then is, okay, what does God say to that? It's too hard. It's too difficult. They have iron chariots. What's God's reaction? Verse 17. But Joshua said to the house of Joseph, to Ephraim and Manasseh, you are numerous and very powerful. You will not only have one allotment, but the forest and hill country as well. Clear it to its farthest limits, and it will be yours. Though the Canaanites have iron chariots, and even though they are strong, you can drive them out. So let's play the whole scenario again. You've given me this little piece of land. Thank you. It's not enough, God. Give me more. If you want more, go take it. I can't take it. It won't be easy. I never said it was going to be easy. What I said was, I will do it, and it is your inheritance. Look back to what he says to them as their inheritance. You want more land? You want more land? Then go take it to the farthest limits. As far as you can go, it's all yours. It's all going to be conquered. It's all your inheritance, every bit of it. But it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it'll just happen with the snap of a finger. It doesn't mean it won't take faith and devotion and dedication. And that's where we begin to draw back because we just want to be given it. We don't want it to be easy. You see, God does have good things planned for your 2018, but it doesn't just mean with a snap of a finger, your whole world's going to turn perfect. What it means is God wants it better, but you have to have the faith and the dedication to go out and claim it in faith. And when you do, God will start doing miracles. But it all begins with our act of faith and our moving forward. You know, it's really interesting that we talked about 58% of people will end up making a New Year's resolution for 2018. Uh, Guess how many of those resolutions are kept for the entire year? Anybody throw me out a number? About 8% are kept. About 8% of people keep their New Year's resolution. 27% of people will break the resolution the first first week of of January. 27%. By the end of January, 80% of people have broken their New Year's resolutions. So right there you think, okay, I really had some willpower to go into this for the long term. What if your goal for the year was to lose 20 pounds? And week two, somebody offers you a hot fudge sundae. Game's off. It's over, you know. But what if you looked at it as, okay, I'm going to lose 20 pounds for the year. That means if I lose one and three-fourths pounds a month, I'll lose 20 pounds in a year. That sounds suddenly undoable to you one and three-fourths pounds a month that you're going to lose. But see, we look at, at it as if I tried, it got hard, I quit. And what God says is, I have good things planned for your life, 
But it's going to take some dedication, it's going to take some discipline, and it's going to take you hanging in there. And when you do, I'm going to do amazing things through you. You give me a little faith, and I'll take it further than you could ever imagine. You take one step to conquer the land, and I'll give it to you to the farthest limits. That's what God's telling us. And then that brings us to the last thing that we see over in Joshua 23. Joshua chapter 23, if you want to turn over to that. And that is talking about the number one New Year's resolution that we need to make. So we have the debate now. God says, I have an inheritance for you. Some of it is unconquered land. I'm going to give it to you. Our reaction is good. Give it to me and give me more. God says, you want more? Go get it. We say, well, it's not easy. God says, I never said it was going to be easy. I said, if you have faith, I will do amazing things through you. That brings us to chapter 23 uh, as we look again uh, at Joshua's giving of the land to Israel. Down to verse 3. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. As you go into 2018, you know God has worked in the past and God says, I'm going to work in your future. I'm going to fight for you if you will only enter the battle. God can't fight for you if you're running from the battle. If you go into the battle, he will fight for you in the battle. Remember how I allotted as an inheritance for you tribes, all the lands of the nations that remain, nations that I will conquer between Jordan and the great sea in the west. Your inheritance is still unconquered land, but I'm going to fight for you and take it. The Lord your God himself will drive them out of your way. He will push them out before you. You will take possession of their land as the Lord your God promised you. So God's giving you a great promise here. Look at that unconquered area of your life. That area of your life that's bogging you down and keeping you up at night and causing you anxiety. Whatever it is. And know this, God says, I'm going to take that unconquered land, but you've got to get in the fight for it to happen. You've got to go and try to take it. And when you do, you'll get more than you've ever even imagined. Verse 6, be strong, be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of the Lord without turning to the right or to the left. Down to verse 9. The Lord has driven out before you great and powerful nations. To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of you will rout a thousand men because the Lord your God fights for you just as he promised. Now again, think about what he's saying there. One man is going to rout a thousand. Is that something you can do through your own power? One man defeat a thousand. No, you cannot do that through your own power. Can one man defeat a thousand if he never gets up and even challenges a thousand? No. The faith comes in, I'm going to get up and I'm going to face the unconquered area of my life and I'm going to step out one against a thousand. And it's insanity and it's sheer suicide. But when I have the faith to step out and to fight, that one man will defeat a thousand. Not because of his strength or his power or his military prowess, but because the Lord your God is fighting for you. But it's only when you get in the fight to begin with. So we have to get into the fight and be willing to say, I'm going to do something. I'm going to exercise faith. I'm going to say this area of my life is unconquered. 
This area of my life is out of control. This area of my life is not what I want it to be. And I'm now going to step forward and do something about it in faith. And then God will do a major miracle. So what's the number one New Year's resolution you need to make this year? The number one New Year's resolution you need to make is to get closer to God. Because the closer you get to God, the more the other areas of your life fall into place. Look down to verse 11, verse 11. So Joshua has talked about everything that they need to do. You need to be strong. You need to go. It's your inheritance. Step out. One of you will rout a thousand. And then look at verse 11. But be very careful. Oh, man, one against a thousand. I've got to be very careful of what? Very careful to get my training in. Very careful to fight with all of my heart. Very careful to to be a ninja warrior. Be very careful to love the Lord your God. The key to conquering the unconquered areas of your life is a love relationship with God. We're talking an Old Testament passage here, not a New Testament passage. And we're told very directly, the heart of all of this, the heart of your conquering is in the love relationship you have with God. So be very careful to love the Lord your God. It doesn't happen any other way. So let's say one of the problems, one of the unconquered areas of your life is that you have an anger issue. And so you say to yourself, all right, this year, I'm not going to get angry anymore. You think that'll work? No, an angry person doesn't want to be angry. It just boils up sometimes inside of them. Something has to come into your life to replace the anger with a love and security in God. What if you have a pornography addiction and you're thinking, Lord, I really want to break that this year. It's it's destroying my life and I'm going to get really dedicated to doing that. And then you find, well, it's just not going the way it's supposed to be going. I still keep falling back in that same trap. And then you realize, no, this pornography is just replacing a false love and you need to get a real love. And when you replace that false idol of love with the real love of God, that's the only time you're going to succeed in that area. It's going from one thing to the other. You've got to put something back in, not just take something away. This isn't about uh, some kind of uh, upgraded morals. It's about getting the love of God into your life. And as the love of God more permeates you, it begins to change every other area of your life. And so we look at 2018 and we wonder, God, is my life really going to be any better? And the truth of the matter is it can be. God's already given you an inheritance. Some of that land's unconquered. But if you had the faith to step out and if you step out in love for him as the number one thing and getting closer to him, then he'll begin to bring all of those other areas into line. You know, there's an interesting story out of Utah uh, on Christmas Day. Uh, The sheriff's department was called. Uh, They came in, an eight-year-old boy 
had fallen into a pond, uh, gone into the pond, and had was under the ice, and they couldn't get him out. And there was a deputy by the name of Adam Thompson. And when Adam got there, there were a couple of police officers, some firemen. They were doing everything they could. They, they couldn't break the ice. Uh, he, he runs down to the pond. They can see the boy under the ice. And they said, we've got to get something to break the ice. And he says, how long has he been in there? And they said, I, I don't know, several minutes. And he says, we've got to get him out now. And they said, no, we've got to find something. The ice is too thick. And so they begin to run up back to the police cars. They're all the way up the hill and everything on the road. And he says, we don't have time for that. And he says, you can't get him out on your own. And so Thompson begins praying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me save this child. And he begins to beat the ice with his fist over and over again. And one of the police officers looked at him and said, you're crazy. That's not going to do anything. We've got to get, you know, something big to break the ice. And he keeps yelling, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. And he keeps beating and beating the ice. And suddenly the ice began to crack. That whole area opened up. And Thompson jumped in the water and pulled the young man out before they even came down the hill with the things to break the ice. He would have drowned if Thompson hadn't done that. His hand was, was beaten up. It was bloodied. And yet he knew this. He later said, one thing happened. God did a miracle that day. Why did God do a miracle that day? Because one man had the faith to do something, to step out and say, it might not be easy. It might make my hand get bloodied and bruised, but I'm going to do this because I believe something important is going on. There is a year ahead of you where God says, I have a good inheritance for you. It might bloody you, and it might bruise you a little bit this year. But if you have the faith to keep on, you're going to see miracles. And one of you is going to chase a thousand. But you've got to have the faith to face the challenge and to face the thousand if God's going to be able to win the battle for you. Let's have a prayer. Father, there are areas of our life that are just out of control. And in some of those areas, we've given up a long time ago, maybe decades ago. And yet, Father, your will isn't for those to be in our life. It's already our inheritance to overcome those things. Father, give us the faith this year to step out with boldness, to confront those areas of our life that are not what they should be, and to confront them with your love, knowing that as we do, nothing will stop us. In Jesus' name, amen. When we come to this time of invitation where you're being asked to respond to what God says to you, one thing I'd ask you to do is just to take a little personal inventory. What are those unconquered areas in my life? You don't have to come down the aisle or anything else for this one, but just to say, Lord, this year, I'm going to challenge this unconquered area. I'm not going to just leave it alone. I'm going to challenge it with faith that you're going to do something. For some of you, what you need to do is go back to the very beginning where we said, the only way you're going to meet those unconquered areas is with your relationship with God, that love relationship. And you need to say, Lord, that's what I need to do this year. I need to get closer to you. I need to love you and love other people more. And the more your love comes to me, the more those unconquered areas of your life won't stand there. Because they can't. The, the love and the power of God can't exist with the things of the world. And so the closer you get with God, the further the things of the world are going to go away. 
And so this morning, you just pray, man, as I look at 2018, help me, Lord, to get closer to you in that love relationship. You can come and pray at this altar. We've all got problems and troubles. Just because God's going to be with you this year doesn't mean they're never going to have a problem or a trouble or there won't be things that beat you up every once in a while. But it means he's going to be with you every single step of the way. You just want to come and pray about some of those things going on in your life. You can come and say, I want to join this church and be a part of what this church is doing. Start 2018 with a new church family. But boy, wouldn't it be great if this morning you came to the point of saying, I want Jesus Christ in my life. I want to accept him as my Lord and Savior. And you come down the aisle and say, I believe in God. I want to start the new year with him. I want to follow him in baptism. This is your time, though, and your opportunity as we stand and we sing together.
hope you enjoyed today's lesson and that it spoke to you. If you have prayer needs or want more information about us, we invite you to stop by our website, mywrbc.org, and click on contact. Please use the word podcast in the subject line. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Keyword, mywrbc. At Westport Road Baptist Church, we love God and love people. Please join us for Sunday morning service at either 9.30 a.m. or 11 a.m. We also have Sunday school for all ages during both service times. Thanks again for listening and join us next week for another message from God's Word.